On today's podcast episode, we are talking about how to be unapologetically you. How can we stop our people-pleasing tendencies and start just living and being our authentic selves? Let's dive in. Hello, welcome to Awaken with Maria Service. Stress less, find yourself, and smile more. This podcast is for high-achieving, multi-talented women or busy moms who are tired of trying to do it all at the expense of relationships, poor sleep, and less joy. Or maybe you're just simply looking for more stress management and resilience tools to navigate life challenges with greater ease. In any case, you're in the right spot. I'm your host, Maria Service, resilience coach, anxiety management specialist, and more, here to help you stress less and smile more. Okay, so I talk a lot about this journey of being your authentic self. And quite frankly, I honestly think um, much of our stress in our lives, once we maybe get through, you know, how do I manage the stress from some of the day-to-day irritants? You know, like, ugh, my kid's not sleeping. I got a ton of stuff on my plate from work. Um, you know, had a little disagreement with my spouse. I'm going to call some of those just like some of the day-to-day irritants or disagreements or things that show up in our lives. Typically, they are things that we can when we have stress management or resilience tools, things we can shift and move through, right? But also I think there's this underlying stress and even just things that really impact our mental health that come from not showing up as our authentic self. And this will continue to be a topic on this podcast because I love all things stress management and finding your true self because I think the two go together. And I am on a mission to help you manage your stress and find and align with your authentic self and being. And the reason why I think this is so important is because many of us, I think, just get the message. I'm going to say wrong, but not really we get the message wrong. We actually, I think, we get the message spot on. Many of us have gotten this message from people, caregivers, loved ones who've come before us. Um, And again, it's not about blaming, shaming, or who was right and who was wrong. But we got this message growing up that the goal is to fit in, blend in. At all costs, you don't want to like, you know, stand out too much. Unless you're standing out because, you know, you're the all-star on the basketball team or you're a phenomenal dancer. But no offense, then the message also then gets a little bit convoluted because if you're the best at something, well, then you have to keep the best. You have to stay at the top. You know, don't show your, um, you know, stay under the armor. Don't show your weaknesses. So, you know, that's a whole nother message for maybe you did get the message to stand out, but for being the best. And to be honest, both routes, whether you're listening to this and you were maybe the best at something or really good at something and you ultimately learned, you know, success is how I shine. And I got to be at the top of my game. 
But again, that also means like not, that means like, you know, hide your weaknesses or um, don't show you're messy, whatever that is, okay? Or, or for some of us, again, maybe you just got the message like, just fit in, just go with the crowd. Um, maybe, but you know, I don't know, it could be something as simple as when you were young, you wanted to wear mismatching socks. And I was like, no, that that's weird. You don't want to stand out. Like you're going to be the kid with mismatching socks. G- go match, you know, or, ooh, you can't go to school with your hair, that crazy wild purple color that you just did yourself. Like that looks weird. And we don't want to be perceived as weird, right? Like you want to fit in. Like we got to keep up appearances, whatever that means. And to be honest, some of this messaging wasn't maybe as obvious or as direct as I'm putting it. But I think that's ultimately what we got from it was must blend in and or must be liked. You know, I want to be a well-liked person. And so do what's expected of me without, you know, without questioning or do what what the crowd is doing then, right? To blend in, to be liked, just go with the flow. Don't question because again, that that can be perceived as like, oh man, she always like, you know, screws up the process. She's always asking questions. This kid's always loud. We can never get anything done smoothly. We just want people to be blending in and fitting in, etc. And interestingly, I'm not saying that the message should be per se, maybe be an outcast, go against the flow just for the hell of it. At the end of the day, there is a reason why in society, you know, like we do thrive in community and I'm big on finding your community. But unfortunately, I think we can sometimes get this message that finding community means showing up to look like everything, everyone else, which ultimately we then don't do the work of truly just getting to know ourselves, all of ourselves, right? And appreciating the good, the bad, the ugly, because we're just simply so concerned about fitting in and finding the community. But in the end, I would love if you could find your tribe, find your people, but ultimately those people, they love and accept you for exactly as you are. They love you as you in your mess. They love you at your best. They love you at your worst. They love you on the good days. They love you on the bad days. They accept your quirks. They accept that you might do things differently. Whatever that is, that's the community and tribe that I want you, if you're listening, to be able to find. And if you've found that, that is a gem. To me, I think in adulthood, that feels so good if you have even be it a small group of people who you can be unapologetically yourself around. And that's not to say that I found in adulthood that really you might only have one or two people in your life who who really know all the parts of you, everything. And then the other thing I think that can happen in adulthood is maybe you find part of your tribe, but you know, you show different sides of yourself with different groups of people. And that's maybe not because you're afraid to be your full authentic self. But I think sometimes, you know, I have people who I just really align with on a business professional development level. And I love, you know, feeding into that part of me and being around other like-minded business go-getter people. Well, at the same time, I have my, I don't know, quirky, artsy music side, eclectic side. And so I have maybe a couple people in my life who I can 
express myself and do that type of thing with. Um, I have, you know, friends who our kids are around the same age. We just get around each other and we just have our mom conversations. So I will say that to me doesn't feel like I'm hiding any part of myself, but certainly you just might have certain groups that you can truly be, I don't know, different parts of yourself. And to me, that's beautiful in and of itself. And it's different than if you feel like you're maybe forcing yourself into a community where you really don't feel like you belong or you don't really feel like you can be unapologetically yourself, right? You're feeling like you're just there to blend in and because you so want community, but it maybe doesn't feel right. And we've maybe all been there. I think truly adult friendships can be awkward and uncomfortable and then messy and then you can find beauty in it. And I think we have to be okay with, you know, falling in and out of friendships and adult relationships, and it doesn't have to always be filled with drama, right? Um, And I know that this might feel like it's coming out of topic, but to be honest, I think the reason many of us lose connection to our authentic self is because at some point we got the message that we kind of have to hide that or, you know, it's not worth finding your true self, you know, because you just need to worry about blending into this community, So it typically happens in community that we start to lose ourselves. Not always, but sometimes. So in today's episode, we're going to dive into this a little bit. I am super excited to share an upcoming product that I will be releasing this summer. This is something that I have been sitting on because I've been waiting for the right opportunity and also the right team of people to help me package this into something that you are going to love. It is the foundational system that I use with all of my one-on-one clients, and it's something that I have been sharing with clients truly since 2015. I love taking different things from different pieces that I've learned professionally and then building it out into a framework and a process that I can continue to use with other people. This is the shift transform method. It is my foundational system and way of teaching people how you can actually shift and move through stress. I am super excited to continue to share more, but if you want to just hop onto the wait list so that you can keep learning more about what's coming, head to www.shifttransformmethod.com and get yourself on the list. So I have been doing more of my own deep dive on my own journey. Now, I have shared different pieces of kind of how I started my own wellness resilience journey back in like truly 2012 was just slowly making some wellness goals for myself and working on my overall wellness and then the deeper dive into stress management. You can go back to episodes two and three, as well as some of my earlier episodes, you know, before episode 10, I tell you a little bit about my journey with Reiki um, and using energy healing as part of my journey or just my experience with therapy. These have all been different pieces I have used to, one, initially just start working on my overall wellness, then my mental health and help manage my anxiety. And slowly I realized along this journey, I was like on this endeavor to find myself. And as I found myself, I truly felt like I could align with what I wanted to do in this world and making that happen. Now, 
in the last couple of years since starting this business, I will say I've really noticed some of my own inner critic and things coming up. So if you missed it, um, you might want to catch the self-doubt to self-confidence mini series that started on episode 17 or 18, I believe. So I shared a little bit more about my journey with that so that you too can help build more confidence. But recently I've been doing some more subconscious work. And that'll be another episode just talking about how working with our subconscious and those limiting beliefs and how that might be keeping you stuck can be super helpful. But in these pieces, I really started realizing I'm someone where I like to kind of understand why. Like, why did that happen? Where did that come from? It just helps me process, release, and move on. And so in this endeavor of really fully, truly feeling like I'm stepping into myself and finding myself. And it's it's been, you know, I will say it's been fun now because I sort of feel like I'm coming out of some of the harder work, but it's also been a super tough journey. So if you're in it, if you're in the journey or you're thinking about just doing this deeper dive into some of these things I talk about, do it, do it, do it, do it times a hundred. You will not regret doing the inner work. I promise. Um, it doesn't mean that it's always easy. But coming out on the other side, man, oh gosh, like you're going to find your beautiful ooey gooey self and whatever. Anyways, but how I landed on this topic then was realizing that why, you know, why did I have some of these beliefs and things and finding that how I really picked up this message as a kid, which is to blend in, fit in. And, you know, again, there's no right or wrong or just like, everybody's doing their best with what they have and what they know, right? And I'm saying whether that's my parents, your parents, different people who maybe sent you these messages, everybody's doing the best they can. But I even see this, even with all my knowledge and all the work that I do with my son, I have a four-year-old and I'm really trying to catch myself when I'm even instilling or sending him some type of a message of like, well, Hank, Hank, don't do that. Don't do that. We got to blend in like everybody else is being quiet here. We got to be quiet. It's like he's four. (laughs) When he gets excited, his voice ramps up. He might squeal or make a shriek. And that might be in the grocery store, at the restaurant, whatnot. And everybody might look and guess what? Who cares? (laughs) Who cares? I shouldn't be so worried that, you know, we look a certain way or that Hank fits in everywhere we go. Really, I want to be more concerned about is he being his true authentic self and teaching myself um, to really either give him positive feedback when he is being his true authentic self and just being like, yes, do that. Like, honestly, lately, he's been on like a mismatched sock kick, right? And he picks out his own outfit. Um, But sometimes he picks out mismatched socks. And guess what? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care if he sticks out. I don't care if he wants to wear mismatched socks. Sometimes he likes to wear a shirt backward. Cool. Go for it, kid. Right? So I'm just saying, like, I think I've noticed this, how it even shows up in me and how I parent and how sometimes I can, like, almost want to get it out. Or sometimes it does come out and I'm like, I'm I'm too worried about him just fitting in and blending in and for it to look right when I have to stop myself and think, is, you know, is everybody safe? you know, and are we hurting anyone or whatnot? Are we disrupt like truly disrupting anything? And if the case is no, then how can I continue to help my son learn that he can be his unapologetic self, um, imperfections, perfections, like all the things, 
he is accepted and loved for that. Because I think oftentimes many of us just didn't get that message. (laughs) And truly, it was just more about like, I have to be, I want to be liked. I want to find my community at school. You know, you want to have friends. Nobody wants their kids to be the one without friends. But unfortunately, in hearing that message as a child, you just start to blend in. You stop leaning into what makes you authentically you. And you start just looking like everyone else. And I think that leads to a lot of unhappiness as adults. And so I want this episode to inspire you to continue to lean into your unapologetic self. And and then that's like one thing, right? Honestly, part one is a deeper dive of you getting to know yourself. Truly, like what do you like to do? What bugs the heck out of you, right? Like what are your life irritants or triggers or things that really get you frustrated? And why? Where did that come from? Get curious. Lean into yourself. It can be the most uncomfortable and yet beautiful and rewarding journeys. It's why I'm here. If you have questions about this, please send me an email. Hello at mariaservice.com. Just send me your questions. Send me your your wins, your successes, if you're on this journey. But then, honestly, like, and it's something that I'm really learning at this step of my journey is like, okay, but now how do we show up in community as your unapologetic self? How do we worry less about being liked and more about am I being myself in this situation? And again, this takes continual learning and practice, right? Like, and I get that some of us, um, you show different sides of yourself. If it's work, if you're with your business colleagues, you might show more of your business self versus your close intimate friends. Certainly audience matters, but more often than not, I want you to be able to show up with other people that you care about and that are important to you as your true self. Because truly, you are going to find that when you feel more aligned with you and you can let that version of yourself shine, you will notice less stress, less dis-ease, and more joy in your life. So if you have a story to share, I would love to hear, um, does this align with you? Did you at some point get the message, you know, that I must blend in, must fit in? Or maybe, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, maybe it was just that you were the best at something or you did really well at something. So again, you really wanted to keep that persona up. And so you maybe struggle with showing your weaknesses or asking for help which again, are all parts of yourself. You know, all of us are good and bad, light and dark, um, growth areas and areas we're good at. We're everything. And I really wanted to get this episode out and I want to help you on your journey of being unapologetically you. So if this episode resonates with you, please give it a like, share it with a friend and hit the subscribe button. Let's face it, life can be a lot sometimes. And I know that if you're listening and you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, it can just feel like, where do I even start? So let me help. I want you to head to mariaservice.com slash stress management. You will find my stress less guide where it gives you a place to start. 
You just need to start exploring tools, explore what works for you. You'll also find a link to my plant therapy affiliate code or my affiliate website where you can check out some amazing essential oil products that can also help you with stress management or maybe you just need a little sticker reminder to pause and reset throughout your day. Find that and your tools at mariaservice.com slash stress management. Well, thank you for joining me on today's episode. I super appreciate you being here. I love connecting and spending time with you. FYI, this podcast comes out with new episodes every Friday, and who knows, every now and then I might throw in a bonus. If you have a moment, take a minute to leave me a review. Let me know what you loved about the episode. Give me some suggestions on what more you'd like to hear, and hit the subscribe button. Have an awesome day.